Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Personal Finance Matters podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hitchcock, financial planner with High Point Capital Group here in Milwaukee. Thanks for being with me. I had other plans on launching this podcast, but with the crazy economic conditions going on with the coronavirus, I did change my plans and wanted this to be a place where I can get some information out, timely information um, to the masses. So, Um, Today, I want to talk about the CARES Act that was recently signed into law, and I have five key items that I think everybody should know about this act. In response to the unfolding COVID-19 global pandemic, the U.S. Congress passed the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. That's what CARES stands for. It's a $2 trillion emergency fiscal stimulus package, and it's in order to help ease the damaging effects that it's had on the economy. And the president signed it into law March 27th. Now, there is a lot of information inside this bill. It's over 900 pages, I believe, but I wanted to just touch on the main items I see as important that's going to be impacting the everyday person and most of my clients listening here in the very near future. So please subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts as I'll be doing some more podcasts on this bill and some other uh, timely market information. And you can also visit my website, which there'll be a link in the comments here to get some uh, one-page PDFs on what we talk about. Now, uh, disclaimer, this is only partial information. There's a lot in this bill, as I mentioned, so please talk to me or your personal advisor on your specific situation. So let's get into it. The first important item is what they call the recovery rebates. This is what most people are talking about. It's got a lot of press in the news as people really just want to know if they should be expecting a check from the government or not. And the answer to that is most likely yes that's good but there are some qualifications so what's the amount first so the max amount a married couple could receive is $2,400 if you're filing a joint tax return so I'll say that again if you're filing joint uh, married joint the max amount that you could receive is $2,400 all other filers would receive a $1,200 check so that's head of household and filing single The payment is reduced by $50 for every $1,000 you are over the limits of the income. And so those limits are $150,000 for filing joint, $112,500 for head of household, and $75,000 for all other filers, including filing single. Now, you will also get an extra $500 for each child you have that is under the age of 17. Now, this payment is based off of your most recent tax return uh, with the IRS. So that's either 2019 or 2018, depending. And this is your adjusted gross income threshold. Uh, The best guess that they are saying is that these payments would be coming out sometime in May. So let's go through some examples. So let's say you're a single taxpayer making $70,000 a year and you have one child, you'd be eligible for the full $1,200 plus the $500 credit for a child, which a total of $1,700. Another example is a married couple filing joint that's making $145,000 a year. 
So they're under the $150,000 limit. They have one child. So they would be eligible for the full $2,400 credit plus a $500 credit for the one child, totaling the $2,900. The last example is a married couple filing joint. They are making $170,000 a year. So they are technically $20,000 over the limit and they have two kids. So what you do is the $20,000 times the 5%, which is $1,000. So you would take 2,400 minus 1,000 plus the 500 for each kid and you get to $2,400. So it can get a little complex, but not too, too bad. The other thing to not look over in this rebate that I've noticed is that it, since it is based off your previous year's income, if somebody did have high income in 2018 or 2019, whichever tax return is there, but you were then furloughed during this coronavirus situation, you will not get a check because your income was over the limit, eventually be based on. So you will get this credit back when you file your taxes in April of 2021. All right, so let's go into the second one. This is coronavirus-related distributions. So under this CARES Act, you can take a distribution up to 100 grand out of your IRA or other retirement plans combined. This distribution will be exempt from the 10% penalty for people under the age of 59 and a half. This can be repaid into your retirement plans over three years, and you can have the option to take the income hit on your taxes over three years or currently just in one year, 2020. By default, the distribution is split evenly over 2020, 2021, and 2022, but you can choose. Also inside of this, retirement plans at work are gonna be raising the amount available to loan out. So this max amount they'll be able to loan out is 100 grand, which was up from 50 grand and you can now take 100% of your vested balance. Also a good thing in this is that payments back, so if you're gonna repay this loan, those payments are delayed for one year. Now, to be considered eligible, you would have had to have checked one of these boxes. You would have had to have been diagnosed with COVID-19, you would have had a spouse or dependent diagnosed with COVID-19, You'd have had to experience adverse financial consequences as a result of being quarantined, furloughed, being laid off, or having work-reduced hours because of the disease. Another one is if you're unable to work because of lack of child care. If you own a business that has closed or operated under reduced hours because of the disease, you're eligible, or they have a reason that says uh, the IRS can decide if it's okay. So they're pretty liberal in this, uh, uh, under this section, it looks like. The third item of attention is that required minimum distributions are waived for 2020. These are your RMDs if you're already retired, for example. Now, if you already have taken your RMD for 2020, you do have the option to have that returned to you. Something that I noticed is that people who turned 70 and a half in 2019 but did not take their RMD because you technically have until April of the following year, which would be April of 2020, they do not have to take that RMD as well. So essentially they're getting off the hook for taking two RMDs. Fourth item is around student loans. Now, most people have heard this, but student loan payments have been deferred 
until September 30th of 2020. So that's amazing. Now, during this time, no interest will accrue on this debt. This is not required, so voluntary payments are acceptable, and automatic payments will still continue unless you are proactive and turn those off. So you want to be mindful of that. This period of time will also continue to count towards any loan forgiveness programs that somebody might be in. So the fifth item is around unemployment compensation. Due to the enormous amount of unemployment claims that have been reported, it's clear that this social distancing and mandatory closing of businesses meant many Americans were laid off or furloughed. Therefore, the government has significantly expanded benefits for unemployment. This is a huge increase. The most notable is under what they call the regular unemployment compensation is bumped by $600 a week for up to four months. Most unemployment compensation is averaging under $400, so this $600 bump on a top of your normal unemployment benefit is quite a big jump. It is extended by 13 weeks, which is a quarter longer than normal, and they also have waived the one-week waiting period. Also, what's good to note is that self-employed individuals can also qualify under this new CARES Act, whereas under normal circumstances, they would have not been eligible. Bonus in this category is that there's uh, incentives for the states to create some funds to help people out that have not been totally furloughed or laid off, but have been reduced hours, so to help make up for some of those wages. So check with your states on that. Thanks again for listening. Please do subscribe to be updated on any future podcasts. Check out my website to download some PDFs, and I will talk to you guys soon. High Point Capital Group is located at 1200 North Mayfair Road, Suite 300, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53226, phone number 414-253-4600. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sage Point Financial is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Sage Point Financial.